Murders, Mysteries, and Meows is a true crime podcast and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Murder News for August 5th, 2023. I'm sorry it's a day late, but life happens and here it is now. From WFLA.com, quote, Police searching apartment of Chicago man charged in man's killing find woman dead in refrigerator. Officers searching the apartment of a Chicago man accused of fatally stabbing a man on a restaurant's roof discovered the body of a young woman in his refrigerator earlier this month, authorities said. Brandon Sanders, 33, has not been charged in the death of Iman al-Siraj, 18, whose beaten body was found in early July in a refrigerator at his apartment in Chicago's West Ridge neighborhood. But he was arrested on June 29th and charged with murder, robbery, and burglary in the May killing of Rasim Ketanik a 69-year-old who was a Bosnian rural refugee, WLS-TV reported. From NBCPhiladelphia.com, quote, Long Island serial killer case shines light on unsolved murders of sex workers in Atlantic City. A look at unsolved New Jersey slayings that happened 17 years before the new serial killings at Gilgo Beach. The discovery of four dead women in a drainage ditch just outside Atlantic City was shocking news in 2006. International media flocked to the seaside gambling resort. More than 100 detectives and prosecutors were assigned to investigate. Casino guests worried about safety and the victim's fellow sex workers began carrying hidden knives. But as the years passed, the publication, the public's attention and fear faded, and the case of Eastbound Strangler, so named for the direction the victim's heads were facing, remained unsolved. And related to that, from independent.co.uk, quote, Police rule out link between Gigo Beach killing suspect and unsolved murders in Atlantic City in 2006. Police in Las Vegas, South Carolina, New Jersey, and Connecticut have probed possible links between Rex Harriman and local cold cases. So still kind of related. From KTNV.com, quote, Family of slain teen speaks out as NY serial killer probe expands to Las Vegas. Law enforcement sources. Three cold cases have similar circumstances. From Wout.com, quote, Robert Chambers, NYC's preppy killer, is released after 15 years in prison on drug charges. From Brinkley.co.za, quote, NFP counselor in Kazian falls victim to assassination in her home, authorities confronted with murder mystery. Yet another politician was murdered recently, and this time it is a member of the National Freedom Party, NFP. The victim was a woman who was counselor in NKZN, N-T-O-M-B-E-N-H-L-E, Makunu, N-C-H-U-N-U, and was killed on 30 July 2023. Ntomish passing left Zanzi peeps reading over how common it is for people to get shot in KZN. I apologize if I got the pronunciation wrong. I did my best with Google. From manduramail.com.au, quote, Police call for public help identifying human remains. Get out of the corkboard and red string because the police have an assignment for you. The AFP has created an online investigative board that peers into Australian cold case files with vital clues provided by police. There are around 2,500 missing people in Australia, and police have evidence of 750 human bodies that remain unidentified. To mark this National Missing Persons Week, states and territories nominated eight Jane and John Doe cases for public examination. Forensic specialists approximated how the victims would have looked by estimating their age, ancestral origin, hair and eye color, face shape, and features. From timesofindia.indiatimes.com, quote, Gangster Sashin Bishnoi, extradited to India from... Azerbaijan's Baku is mainly accused in Sutu Muswala murder case. From TheGuardian.com, quote, Body found in plastic barrel floating in water at a Malibu beach. A lifeguard brought the container ashore and opened it to discover a black man's body as homicide detectives investigated the death and from 
And then uh, from Deadline.com, quote, authorities went to the 23200 block of Pacific Coast Highway at about 10.30 a.m., according to the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. That 23200 PCH address is directly adjacent to the lagoon that sometimes feeds into the water at Surfrider Beach north of the pier. And then from news1.co.nz, quote, man whose body found in barrel on Malibu Beach identified. Authorities have today identified the man whose naked body is found inside a barrel in Malibu, California. The man was identified by the coroner's office as 32-year-old Javonta Marshawn Murphy, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department said in a statement. From Messenger.com, quote, Police identified killer and brutal 1991 murder using DNA found under victim's fingernails. Frank Lewis McClure, who, had, who died in 2021, was identified as the killer of Vicki Johnson, whose body was found buried in a seaside playground. From eonline.com, quote, Lori Vallow sentenced to life in prison without parole and murders of her kids, Chad Dable's first wife. Two months after Lori Vallow was found guilty in her triple murder trial, she was officially sentenced to life in prison without parole for the killings of J.J. Vallow, Tylee Ryan, and Tammy Dable. From Barry360.com, quote, The Pittsburgh synagogue gunman will be sentenced to death for America's worst anti-Semitic attack. Jurors were unanimous in finding that Bowers' attack was motivated by his hatred of Jews. From www.nhk.or.jp, quote, Tokyo train attacker sentenced to 23 years in prison. From onenews.co.nz, quote, Killer who buried ex-girlfriend alive jailed for 23 years. Jasmine Cower was murdered by her ex, Tarek Jat Singh. From news.yahoo.com, quote, Goldman Sachs staffer's death stokes fears of darker forces connected to killings, end quote. The article goes on to discuss the drownings in Chicago, Lady Bird Lake in Texas, and the theory of the smiley face killers. And I am curious to hear what you think about the smiley face killer theory, not Keith Jesperson, the happy face killer. Uh, for those who don't know, the smiley face killer theory is that there is an organized group of serial killer or killers who are killing young men by drowning them in bodies of water and leaving a smiley face graffiti nearby. From CBSNews.com, quote, DNA leads to true identity of woman at center of bizarre mom in the box cold case in California. Police have finally identified a woman who was found dead in a California home nearly a decade ago, as well as the body of another person who was discovered inside a box under her kitchen table. The bizarre case began in February of 2014 when the Monterey Police Department responded to the death of a woman who was identified by her driver's license as 58-year-old Francesca Linda Jacobs. Police said in a news release that Jacobs died from starvation and they did not suspect foul play, but while at her home, they found the decomposed remains of another person inside a box under the kitchen table. Foul play could not be ruled out, police said, and a search of the apartment found that the Francesca Jacobs had left a handwritten will naming the woman in the box as her mother, whom she identified as Florence Jacobs. The investigation soon became known as the Mom in the Box case. Then there's a whole bunch more text, and then the process led to what police called surprising facts in the case. The woman, who had named herself Francesca Jacobs, was actually, actually Linda Ray Jacobs, born in 1942, not 1955. The DNA analysis confirmed that the woman in the box was her mother, Ida Florence Jacobs. Using these new developments, detectives were able to contact relatives of the women. And we have an update. I love when we have updates. An update from the suitcase murder last week from NBCMiami.com. Quote, man arrested a murder of wife whose body was stuffed in suitcases in Delray Beach. The remains were discovered on July 21st after police said they received a 911 call of a suspicious item in the water along the intercoastal waterway, end quote. The woman, Adil Barbosa Fontes, was 80, and the estimated age quoted was middle-aged, or 35 to 55. 
The article goes on to give details about how the police tracked down her husband. From Colo.com, quote, Second teen arrested in double homicide near UNR. The Reno Police Department said Friday a second juvenile has been arrested in connection with the double homicide early Tuesday near the University of Nevada, Reno. Julian Hutton Reed, 16, was booked on an open murder charge. That alleges that the killing was first degree, second degree, or manslaughter. Police said the investigation is ongoing. From Rollingstone.com, quote, Police identify Jane Doe victim found near Long Island serial killer dumping ground. Karen Vergata, a 34-year-old woman last seen on February 14, 1996, identified as Fire Island Jane Doe, though authorities don't draw connections between her murder and the list, end quote. And from a People.com article, quote, some of Vergara's remains are found on Long Island's Fire Island on April 20th, 1996. Additional body parts were discovered on Long Island's Toby Beach on April 11th, 2011. Tierney said investigators used genetic genealogy, genetic genealogy to identify her. Investigators uncovered at least 11 sets of remains along the stretch of Ocean Parkway in Long Island, New York, including the remains of Melissa Bartholomew, Amber Costello, Maureen Brainerd Barnes, and Megan Waterman, known as the Gilgo Four. That's it for the crime, and on to the kitties. August 8th is International Cat Day. According to Wikipedia, International Cat Day is a celebration which takes place on 8th August of every year. It was created in 2002 by the International Fund for Animal Welfare. It is a day to raise awareness for cats and learn about ways to help and protect them. And I would absolutely love to hear stories about your fur babies. Also, August 17th is Black Cat Appreciation Day. If you have a house panther, I would love to hear about your fur baby and I would love to see pictures. mmandmeows at gmail.com From gizmodo.com, quote, UK man gets gnarly, newly discovered infection from stray cat bite. The man had his wounds surgically treated and was placed on intravenous antibiotics, but eventually made a full recovery. The bacteria seems to be a member of the genus Globocatella. Until now, two species of Globocatella bacteria have been identified, with only one species known to rarely cause human disease. While this case has a happy ending, the authors say it's a cautionary tale. Cuddly as cats can be, their bites and scratches should be taken seriously, especially if they pierce the skin. It isn't just the potential germs in a cat's mouth or paws that make these bites and scratches dangerous with the delivery method. Cat's claws and teeth can cause small but deep puncture wounds, which then seal up quickly and trap bacteria under the skin. These dangers are all the more elevated for people with weakened immune systems, including the elderly. If you're anything like me, you've only heard of durian fruit from reaction videos on YouTube. But apparently, from Zez.com, quote, people are turning their durian shells into cat combs and the kitties actually love it, end quote. Have you heard of this? Have you ever heard of durian? Have you ever tried durian? If you have, please let me know what you thought about it. Another update from news.sky.com, quote, Cats to be treated with human COVID medicine in Cyprus after feline virus outbreaks leaves thousands dead. Feline infectious peritonitis has been spreading among cats in Cyprus since January, with an animal charity warning the outbreak would have catastrophic consequences if it reaches the UK. Numbers have been given ranging from 8,000 to 300,000, so not sure. It seems likely that it's closer to the smaller number, but it's still a pretty devastating thing happening out there. Do you live near Santa Barbara? If so, According to KSBY.com, quote, kitten cuddlers needed at Santa Barbara County Animal Shelters. Santa Barbara County Animal Shelters are seeing an influx in kittens and are in need of kitten cuddlers. Officials with the Santa Barbara County Animal Services are hoping people can come and spread, spend some time with kittens. Right now, shelter staff they say they have about 200 kitties in the shelter and that human interaction is healthy for the animals. 
just tending to them because right now we're so busy that we're literally like just cleaning and feeding. So having somebody just sit there, talk with them, socialize with them, they're really going to give us a lot of information and help find homes for them. Said Nikki Rule, Santa Barbara County Animal Shelter's Clinic Supervisor. The shelter in Santa Maria has a room filled with kittens to cuddle with. If you are interested in volunteering, the shelter is located at 548 W Foster Road and is open from 9 to 11 a.m. and from 12 to 4.45 p.m. And if I live in Santa Barbara, I would absolutely be going there. So if you do, please see if you can volunteer to be a kitten cuddler. That sounds like an absolutely amazing job. From theconversation.com, quote, Cats first finagled their way into humans' hearts and homes thousands of years ago. Here's how. Recent DNA studies demonstrate unequivocally that today's house cats arose from the African wildcats, specifically the North African subspecies Felis sylvestris libica. Given the profusion of little pusses, why was the North African wildcat the one to give rise to our household companions? In short, it was the right species in the right place at the right time. Civilization began at the Feral Crescent about 10,000 years ago, when people first settled into villages and started growing food. This area, spanning parts of modern-day Egypt, Turkey, Syria, Iran, and more, is home to numerous small cats, including the Krakal, Serval, Jungle Cat, and Sand Cat. But of those, the African Wildcat is the one that to this day enters villages and can be found around humans. African Wildcats are among the friendliest of feline species. Raised gently, they can make affectionate companions. In contrast, despite the most tender attention, their close relative, the European Wildcat, grows up to be hellaciously mean. Given these tendencies, it's easy to envision what likely happened. People settled down and started raising crops, storing their cysts for lean times. These greeneries led to rodent population explosions. Some African wildcats, those of the least fear of humans, took advantage of this bounty and started hanging around. People saw the benefit of their presence and treated the cats kindly, perhaps giving them shelter or food. The boldest cats entered huts and perhaps allowed themselves to be petted. Kittens are adorable. And voila, domestic cat was born. Thank you so much for listening. Again, find me online mmndiaz at gmail.com on Instagram or Facebook, and I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you so much.